0: Hey everybody, this is Jordan McConnell with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am joined by my amazing co host Renika Wood and CJ Cabrera. How are you guys doing today?
1: Excellent.
2: Doing
0: good. Cool, dude. Awesome, <laughs> to hear that. Uh we are, we are honored and grateful to have a, an amazing guest from down under, Mr. Braden King. Is as, as, as he going to talk to us about his amazing uh Project Bow Fit and, and also his journey with colitis. And so again, Braden, thank you for joining us, sir. How are you doing, man?
3: Yeah, good thanks, Jordan. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: You're very welcome, very welcome. And um yeah, so I'll, you know, you know, we'll just get right into it. I'm you know I'm very I'm very curious, you know, you know, um just you know by, by meeting you, you know, you're just you know just uh your your page and what you're doing to me is, is very compelling. And so uh so you know, please uh, tell Oh, please, you know, tell me and, you know, in our audience, um, you know, you know, who Braden King is you know, and, his, and his story with, uh, colitis.
3: Awesome. So I'll pretty well start with, uh, we'll go back a few years. So in May, 2019, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis through a biopsy, uh, I posted up a story the other day about how that whole process sort of went, but really the nuts and bolts of it, I'm actually, uh, part of the Australian army. So down under here Cool and we were out on an exercise. We are out in some pretty harsh environment. Uh, you describe it pretty well as the desert. So we are out there and I came down really sick. I got rash all down my face, got really sick, started bleeding in the stool, got back, kind of go to the medical center. Like, what's going on with me? This is crazy. Uh, so they do some tests and they're like, oh, yeah, you got hemorrhoids. You're going to go in for a colonoscopy. You get those banded, you'll all be all good. So I go in colonoscopy, do all the prep, as you guys would know, absolutely horrible experience. I uh, jump into that one and I wake up. I'm the last patient of the day. And the doctor says to me, he's like, at the end of the bed, bag on. He's like, yeah, so I'm pretty sure you have an inflammatory bowel disease. I'm heading off. The nurse will book you in to come and see me next week. And he just left me like that. And that's pretty well how I just got this real fast jump into it. Uh, being a young, you know, male in Australia, fit, healthy, active. I thought, hey, this could never happen to me. And then blink of an eye, you know, one minute I'm outfield doing the thing I love. And the next minute I've been told I've got an inflammatory bowel disease and later got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. That's pretty well the nuts and bolts of how it happened.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: And so, you know, so just you know, so what, you know, so uh, when that, um, you know, that, that that doctor, you know, left the room, you know, what was going through your head?
3: So I pretty well sat there and I was in shock. I was coming out from um, obviously being under for the surgery for the procedure. So I'm waking up and I look at the nurse. I'm like, did I hear him right? Did he just say I have a bowel disease? And she's like, yeah, he said that you have a chronic condition. I'm like, nah, that can't be right. Like we've heard him wrong. And she just hands me this envelope with the photos taken from the colonoscopy and the little letter in there. And I just broke down. I was sitting there in this hospital, absolute broke down, did not know what to do, uh, as you would know, being a veteran, you're not always around your family and friends. You're always mm-hmm. quite some distance away. So I was actually just moved to Adelaide. I'd been here about a month at the time and I had nobody here. So no social network, no support network. I just sat there, absolutely bawled my eyes out and yeah, sucked it up after that and just got to it. That's That sounds pretty,
0: pretty, pretty normal.
3: And
0: yeah, And so, I mean, that's, you know, there's, um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, that's a, and I was, you know, there's so many folks out there that, you know, feel like it's not okay to share this, share that. And it's it's and, and we're all human. You know, mm-hmm. like you well, know, this, you know, this is again, this kind of information brought on to you is a lot. You yeah. know. So, yeah. and so, um, so you know, so, so it's 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 totally normal to process that. And so yeah. Uh, um yeah, but you know, I'll I'll let you know Radek and CJ but you know. CJ, you want to share, ask a question? I me. I can go. You can
2: go. Go ahead, Renika. Okay. Ready? So I'm going to say first, I know that was very uncomfortable to just be told just like that. Okay. Well, you have this, have yeah. a good day. Bye-bye. You're looking like, what in the world is going on? And that's kind of sort of how my experience was. I told I had um, ulcerative colitis in 2011. Um, you can't eat this, that, and that. Have a good day. Totally, no type of no comfort, no compassion, no understanding, no question and answering session. So I could only imagine how that felt for you. So now, where, like, what type of of medication regimen or um, healthy lifestyle are you doing now since being newly diagnosed?
3: Yeah, so I went through the whole um, suppository phase at the start. So I was on a pentasa suppository and a story mm-hmm. suppository. Just try and really kick it in the butt. Mm-hmm. It was ebbing and flowing. Worked a little bit, didn't work other times. I was having massive amounts of flare ups, and then we finally got it under control. So we got it under control, and I'm like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep taking a suppository. It's driving me mad. It's uncomfortable. It was mm-hmm. impacting on relationships in my life. It was quite difficult. Uh, so I spoke to the doctor, and we got on a oral medication, mm-hmm. and I tried that for a little bit. The side effects were just horrendous for me. So we tried another, another oral medication, same thing, side effects were no good again. So I actually went out and I did my own research and I said, do I need to be on a medication to support this? If I can influence my body through fitness, health, eating the right thing, natural products, natural sources, what can I actually do? So I did a little bit of research and we got this wonderful thing down here called emu oil. And there's actually a lot of studies starting to come out in the IBD community uh, for universities where they're studying the effects of emu oil on rodents to check out if that actually lowers the um, inflammatory response in rodents with IBD. And they're having a lot of positive results with that. So I thought I'd try that. So I jumped on the emu oil and I've been on that for nine months now with no other medication. Every now and then I'll have a flare up. I'll take a suppository for about a month and then I'll just go back to the emu oil and continue with that. So I really just take it as it goes, just monitor my fitness, my health, and my food. And as long as I do those things, it seems to work well for me.
2: Well, that's awesome. i never heard that before. I'm interested in learning more about that. Um, I know I take biologics. Um, I take an injection once a month called Stellara, um, 90 yeah. milligrams goes into my belly around my uh, umbilical entrance, which is my navel. And that pretty much has me in remission along with idea of ostomy surgery 2019 so but i didn't have the opportunity to have a lot of, of the other medications i went straight from diagnoses to one oral medication then to biologics so i'm glad you have found a, a path that worked for you and i'm praying that everything continue to work for you in that way but i'm interested in learning about that oral, about that medication you uh shared though thank
3: you yeah so the emu oil is great down here um So it was used for a long time in our Indigenous communities. They've used it for many, many, many years, emu oils. And so there's been a whole lot of, as you know, Indigenous communities obviously have their own stories and their own research without being researched in their communities. And it's good that we've actually looked at that, taken that, and we're trying it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it's really good down here to be going through that process and the fact that somebody's actually studying that and looking into it. And they're not at human trials yet. They're only just starting to get there on this emu oil because the dosage is going to be very different. Mm-hmm. compared to the rodents but from people i speak to and people with similar stories to me they're having a lot of success as well which is really good
0: it's interesting it's interesting Braden. like you know i've um you know, there's a lot of like like, uh, like craft shows and like craft fairs and stuff you know you know where, where i live and everything and so i went and uh and my wife and i have you know, been a been to several of them and i've seen like a stand that's like this sells like all emu oil and stuff like that before and and actually actually like so I've, i didn't know people took it now, I didn't know people like took it, you know, like as far as like an inflammatory, like, like anti-inflammatory, but, you know, I bought it for like an anti itch cream or something like that, you know, something normal, you know, and then, and, and, yeah. Like, yeah, but that's interesting. I'm, I'm like very curious too now yeah. you know, about that. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it.
3: Yeah. yeah, 100%. And where I find all my research, if anybody's interested, I jump straight on Google Scholar. I type in IBD and and then whatever I'm looking for. And generally, a heap of research studies will come up. So that's a great way to find it if anybody is looking to do their own research.
2: Yeah. Cool. And look and, and you are the one that's taking it. So you, hey, you can do a review on it one day on your page, or if you haven't already, have you can do like a, a lot of just conversations about it per your own personal experience. I didn't even know rodents even had ear irrit- inflammatory bowel disease. That's <laughs> new for me. I learned today. Like didn't know that. Thank you for sharing that information. But awesome that it's very awesome that you're taking a holistic approach to your, your lifestyle along with developing a healthier um healthy, healthier eating to help with your um inf- uh, inflammation and other challenges. So kudos to you
3: for that. Thank you. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Yeah. Yeah, Um, there? I just want to say that I feel like our stories were kind of similar for our diagnosis. Like for me my doctor told me that I had it he handed me the paper and that was it <laughs> I went well I went home with it uh he wrote on there he's like you could also look on www.colitis or Crohn's and colitis foundation.com and yeah. you know I went on the website you know it's just pictures mm-hmm. of people you know being happy and stuff like that I didn't find no use in that it kind of like make me more depressed I'm just like what am I doing (laughs) Uh, and like something I talked to Jordan and Renika about was um, having an IBD rep at like every hospital or at at least every VA hospital because when I was diagnosed I I was so lost I would have loved to have at least like one person or you know the doctor give that person my number so that person can contact me you know so to build that instant connection with somebody cuz yeah, well, you don't you, yeah. you you have nobody that knows what you're going through you don't know what you're going through but with an IBD rep at the hospital they can you know set you straight
2: mm-hmm. i agree with that.
3: And it's quite scary that out of all of us we all have very similar stories about our diagnosis and how it was a very very miserable experience uh and that there really wasn't that support there wasn't the information then there wasn't all these things that there really should have been and it's actually quite scary and you're right there should be ibd reps there should be people out there helping people who are newly diagnosed because as you would know when you get it you've got no idea what's going on you're like is my life going to change is it not what's going to be different and just absolutely no idea
1: especially being like veterans like from having that lifestyle change Like for me, I went from, you know, being super active to now, like I used to be like 160. Now I'm around like 125 around there and I'm barely exercising. The fatigue is like working me. I'm on like third biologic and it's a, it's a rough journey for myself. Like it's a mental battle. It's an everyday thing, but you know, having this community, this IBD community I'm a part of on Facebook and on Instagram, it's, it's pretty much everything for me.
3: Yeah, 100%. And it's good to have that community there to support you, especially as you go through those things.
2: Definitely. I'm just so excited that I was doing some research recently and I was, I was like, where did the word, because back it up, I have Crohn's now. So 2015, now I have Crohn's from 2015 to now. I was like, uh, where did this come from? So I learned that it was, a, a, I think, a doctor, a gastroenterologist, I could be wrong, I think I read it correctly, that developed or discussed this in, like in I think, in the 19s, in the 70s. So we're not that long, we're not, like, this is kind of, like, new. It's not like something's been out for years, which it probably was, but I don't think it never was a name attached to it. And mm-hmm. I think now a lot of younger individuals, we're more uh, open to sharing, we're more confident, we're, we're doing more connection. Social media has made everyone so so accessible. And we're putting the word out there. So it's like every day, meet somebody new that has a form of inflammatory bowel disease, whether it be ulcerative colitis, whether it be Crohn's, whether it be whatever. So I'm glad the community is supportive, as CJ has said, and that we are there to assist because the doctors, they know the medical side of it. But unless they are also a patient themselves out there to understand the psychological and physiological aspect of what we go through as patients outside of just being having a diagnosis, if that makes sense. So that's pretty much what I have on that part is where I'm at with that.
3: Yeah, that's it. And the communities out there are great. You know, with the whole Instagram, Facebook, yeah. everything else there is, it's actually such a good opportunity for people to connect with other people to share their stories to seek information it's this great way that we can pass around information quickly that we previously couldn't have done if you look 10 15 years ago it wouldn't have happened they would have been in the dark with a little print off pdf from the doctor and that's it so that's scary uh, think
2: about that. scary to think about i'm sorry uh, go
0: ahead Jordan. yeah, yeah. Uh, um so uh, a couple of questions uh, one is uh, um and what do you do you know today to keep a positive mindset you know you know to, and, and then also um and I'm you know about bowel fit and so you know, I know um, you know um how did that start and you know and, and and what do you hope to accomplish with it
3: okay great so I start with the positive mindset so what I try and do is I try and do something every day for me and for me that's training in one way or another I absolutely love the gym love training when I went through um and it sort of the fatigue really kicked in at the start. I was struggling to train. I was absolutely hating that because I couldn't do it. So no matter whether it's a five-minute training session and just doing something very small, if I'm in a high fatigue state or a higher inflammatory state, I'll do that rather than not doing anything. So that's really a big thing for me. And by doing that, it helps my mental well-being, my mental health. And it really just keeps me you know, with really good clarity of mind and able to continue through. So that's what i do to keep my headspace uh my headspace right as i continue to go through this and everything else
0: awesome awesome yeah and so yeah and then you know and then uh, and then Bowfit, yeah so like yeah, So i mean that's kind of a struck me I was like, that's that's a really cool concept and stuff and so you know so yeah so like what and you know, what do you, you know um what do you hope to accomplish with that you know what are your, what are your plans for it you know that kind of thing I'm curious
3: so uh, BowFit, sort of, I've been thinking about Fit for probably twelve months now. As I've been going through my own journey, I've been looking and I've been like, "What sort of exercise can I do? What can't I do?" I've been looking at the research, and there really hasn't been much there, and only very, very small amounts of research into fitness and inflammatory bowel disease. So my idea of Fit is to increase over time and help people purely with inflammatory bowel disease to regain their fitness to feel better about themselves. And really just to work on their body so that they're finding themselves in a happy place. Because as you know, when something goes wrong with your body, it can be a very miserable experience. To, so to have people feel better inside their own skin, to look a bit better, to feel a bit better, it's going to be huge for them. So that's my whole idea, to provide the information there for those who want to take that information and use that in whatever way they want to. Mm-hmm. And for those who want a little bit more help, then that's what that's what fits there to, uh, to do really, just to help those individuals online programming coaching and motivation for those individuals to make sure that they stick to the process and continue through cool cool I know know what
0: you're looking at yes you know you know, you know I'm
2: definitely, you know, you know, hmm. definitely i'm just curious Brady you know cuz once again we discussed yep. before about us being in different locations what what does you um your healthcare system look like where you're located um and I'm going to tell you what I asked in a moment. Um, but I'm just interested in seeing, like, what do your, like, you guys, like, your healthcare system, like, how, like, what does it look like where, where, where you are?
3: All right. So we've got a system called Medicare over here. And basically, okay. you, pay, you pay Medicare threshold each year with tax, which is, I can't tell you the exact percentage. It's pretty low. And by doing that, you get a little green card, which means that you can go to any bulk billing clinics. So you don't have to pay to go there. So you just swipe your card and you don't have to pay for your medical treatment at those places. So by doing that, you can um, go to these places, get that free treatment. If you want to see a certain doctor, he might charge a little bit more. They will cover part of that fee and you'll have to cover the rest of it. And when it comes to medication, we have something called the pharmaceutical Benefits scheme. Pharmaceutical Benefits scheme is to help people afford medication that they need. So they select a whole heap of medications on a list and they su- the government subsidizes the cost of the medication. So instead of paying $150 for a month of tablets, you might pay $30 for a month of tablets. So they're the two things that we have here that really make it a lot easier for people to seek treatment. So well as that, a lot of people choose to have private health, so private health insurance, uh, so that they can see the doctors, physicians, and anybody else who they want to see, so that they have that choice.
2: That is awesome. And I ask because we meet a lot of people from places and we be hearing about a lot of people have different types of... Uh, medical providers some have free medical care some have no medical care and you know where i live <laughs> it's sad. we have what's the word I'm looking for the most um scariest or well, the scariest health care system i think if you don't have the money for your health care then you're not gonna you're not being seen you know and mm-hmm. a lot of people who can afford to get their yearly physical or your your um, medications uh, prescribed to you, they just don't go without. And it causes a lot of barriers with persons that have different diseases. We do have Medicare over here and Medicaid, but only certain persons over a certain age can get Medicare. Get Medicare like, I think, like, I'm going to say, like, above 50, I guess, like that. And Medicaid can give to most time children that have parents who can have, like, you know, some challenges and whatnot. But other than that, we don't really have a good supporting
0: like disabled folks. you like disabled folks, you know, are included in that too, but yeah. yeah. But, it, but it's definitely not all of society.
2: Definitely, it's not. Like, I had to get a um a CT scan done about three weeks ago, and my bill <laughs> was yeah. almost $12,000. And she wow. was like, you, you have a balance of 3000 I was like, 3000 today? It was like, yeah. I said, ma'am, listen, I use a good old $20 bill and <laughs> keep moving because who can afford to pay $3,000 for the CT? Then I got to pay for the medication they gave me in the CT, the medication I, I had to drink. So that makes me have a bill right now. And then guess what? The sicker I become or a person become, their bills will accrue. So I wish we had something more supportive where we are to help those that like us and everybody else that have uh, chronic illnesses that is not going to go away because it's very scary we don't have proper insurance to take care of yourself mm-hmm. that's a stress within itself worry about your stress of your insurance and whatnot so i'm glad you have a positive support system where you are
3: yeah and i can just imagine it would add to the stress of it when you're already in this state like especially those discovering and being diagnosed with it to mm-hmm. then have to think what is this going to cost me I can't even imagine how that goes that must be very difficult for them
1: you know it's funny like (laughs) sorry guys that when I was starting my journey I was trying to get set up with the VA so I didn't have any insurance but I was getting symptoms so I had to go to a private insurance um, through my parents and you know I they paid and everything but there was a time where I had to go to the ER like two or three times and I swear to you guys they they billed me like a year later mm-hmm. like for each of those visits like an extreme amount like 500 700 for like one day and it's it was ridiculous and that made me you know not want to keep going I'm just like I'm not going to the hospital. I'm going to have to tough this one out because I don't have that 700. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's a scary reality for some people.
2: It is. And it, it, it gets only worse when someone says, am I going to eat or am I going to pay this medical bill? Okay, I might want to eat. So I wish we had support like uh, other places have, like you have. Um, that's awesome. It really is. And this yeah, a
0: hell yeah, of I, like, um, I mean I mean I mean you know. the United, like like the United States is you know it's like one of the very few countries in the world that don't have a dog they have not figured that part out yet.
2: Yeah,
0: we're you not figuring it out yet. So but um and, but that's yeah, but any, anywho, changing the subject. Um you know, so you know, you know, so 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 besides being you know about you know Balfit Braden. You know what? You know what? You know what else do you like to do in your free time, man?
3: Uh, so f- aside from that, I just—I actually—I really love wine, right? Which, mm. as you know, sometimes doesn't quite work well with the old IBD. Mm. But I love getting out. We've got some nice wine regions around, so going out, tasting wines, trying wines. There's probably one big thing I love that I don't get to do enough of anymore with all the dietary changes I've had to make over time. And aside from that, uh, Australians love the beach. I'm sure you've heard that. Right. So we spend a lot of time down the beach over here.
0: Uh, so in,
3: in the surf, yeah, surf definitely. So we're in the surf, running along the beach. Um, yeah, always in the water. Awesome. So,
0: that's, awesome. Very good. that's awesome. That's awesome. It's awesome. Well, um, you know, I think you know, I think you know we're we're gonna, we're gonna wrap things up here a, a little bit, but I'm you know but I'm really curious. Um, and you know, or and also you know for, for anybody else that's listening. You know, how can people, you know, get, you know, get in contact with you to, you know, to be a client of yours or, or to find out more information from you? And, uh, yeah, and, and also, you know, you know any other, you know, shout outs, projects, you know, any, you know, anything else you'd like to share?
3: Okay, great. Uh, so for me, at Balfit. so Balfit, you'll see if you go into the Instagram page, that's the only place we are at the moment, only on Instagram, just focusing on that and building that community. The link tree down the, um, in the bio there. You can jump on that link tree. There's an apply for coaching button on there. We can go through, fill out a Google form. And there's also a website where you can fill out information. Currently, right now, I'm just focusing on getting free information out there and giving people the very best information they can. So right now, I'm not taking on any clients in that space. Uh, in the future, I will be. Right now, I'm just trying to connect with as many people as I possibly can, hear their stories, understand their pains, understand their struggles, that so we can really develop the best experience for people because the last thing we want to do is start somebody off with this experience and not have it being the very best that they need and being able to give them the support that they need. So really it's just in that phase right now of talking to people. So reach out, message us, we'll have a chat and I'll be in contact with you.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. You heard it from the man, reach out to Braden today at Belfast. He will hook you up with great information. And so, uh, and so, um, and and so so again you know I'm Jordan and uh, if you guys are listening to us found you know found value in this show you know please you know, please like and subscribe to us we would greatly appreciate it um, you know you can uh, check us out at www.cronesveteran.com. Um, you, you, you you can support you know, our brand on uh, our Teespring store uh, we have we have Crohn's and colitis gear on there. Um, You can uh, check out uh, this podcast. It's on all podcast platforms, on Apple, on Google, uh, Spotify, Anchor, all that good stuff. You can support our our YouTube channel, all all that kind of stuff. So so again, we appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. And we definitely appreciate Braden's
2: time today. Yeah,
3: Thank you. Thank Thank you very much. and Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Nice
2: to meet you.
3: You Uh, you too. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks.